This week on Show Me Your News, Sakurai tempers expectations on upcoming new character reveals, how we would redesign a character's moveset in the Mail Time segment, and Brinstar rounds out the 16th week of Smash Blog updates. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show Me Your News! Greetings, Smash fans, and welcome back to Show Me Your News Ultimate, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. My name is Peter Spasia, but you may remember me as Yoko. Joining me this week, it's Miles Allen, but you may know him as Super. I'm here. I'm home. You're Yeah, you're back at home this week. <laughs> it was like, oh, is, is Super coming over? Oh, oh not this week. No, no, no. no, no. I'm not driving two, two and a half hours this time. Not this time. And also joining us, it's Tony Mattingly, but you may know him as Tony TH. I'm in the same chair as usual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then we're good with that. Uh, Browns haven't played yet, so no update on week two of possible victory. <laughs> Rams look good nope. though. No, uh, no fantasy football this time. <laughs> my God, no, no! I'm gonna throw in some fantasy football. I left Jared Goff's 38 point performance on the bench. You know what? 460 some yards and five touchdowns. My coworker did the exact same thing. Uh, it's so awful. Vikings defense. What happened? Anyway, you can talk to us about video games, Super Smash Brothers, even fantasy football over on our Discord channel over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord. Chat with us, chat with guests of the past, even fans such as yourself. Uh, That's a good time there. People can even listen to the show live as they are right now. I hope everything is all and well and good with you guys. Uh, We've got some news to talk about this week, but it's overall a slower week. Uh, We'll just burn through this one relatively quickly though we'll start with some top smash stories and i'd like to give a shout out once again to shawzilla because shawzilla a few weeks ago gave us a tip through our email uh, about wireless gamecube controllers uh ones that were in purple black and gold and we kind of discussed the possibility of you know what would wireless gamecube controllers be like how would they impact the scene so if you want to check out that episode uh, feel free to do so in case you missed it. They now finally got confirmed today and a few days ago. Uh, he even tipped us off like, hey, this is uh, what I was talking about. I was like, it sure was. So it's from Power A. So it is indeed a third party uh, that is you know, making these GameCube controllers. But uh, it's kind of like what we thought. It's Bluetooth connected. Uh, it really sure looks like a GameCube controller. It's officially licensed. So it seems to be looking pretty legit. I mean, what do we think about these wireless GameCube controllers? I immediately noticed that the triggers are very different. Mm-hmm. And they're they not great. Seem, well, they seem to be very specifically shaped so that they are, in fact, digital triggers, not mm-hmm. analog. Mm-hmm. I wonder uh, if that could mean something for the future of GameCube games on Nintendo Switch. Yes, this would be the way to say... We're not going to see GameCube games. <laughs> That's pretty much how that is. Because if those are not analog, you just can't play GameCube games on the Switch. At least not with these wireless ones at the very least. Which is really unfortunate because it looks like everything else is right. 
the, is it weird that my brain goes to like the water pressure and flood like only mm-hmm. yeah, no yeah. that's exactly where my brain went okay <laughs> um, i mean some people would also go you know light shield or, or full shield and melee i do notice that the nub on the c stick is actually larger mm. which is crazy because that c stick is already so small <laughs> yeah well, I mean, the seasick is small, but like the nub is larger, so it's it's like most gonna... the surface area. Yeah, probably not the same nub that we're used to. Probably far more like a regular joystick. It's probably going to have like a thin neck or whatever they want to call it. Um, the extra buttons are definitely nice to see, <laughs> with the buttons the way they are. The purple buttons that we see on this controller. I'm wondering if the reason that they're there is that these are the ZL and ZR buttons and we still have analog sticker triggers behind them. It would make much more sense that way simply because we have the plus and minus buttons. So they're trying to make a old school Smash Brothers controller that's still usable for your other games. And you can't lose a button. So, And the Z buttons are notoriously oddly shaped. (laughs) Yes. So overall, I do like this controller. I... Interestingly enough, the Nintendo Switch logo is very small. It is, isn't it? Much like it larger. That's the aesthetically like weird thing about it. Mm -hmm. I'm not Uh, sure if it's that or is if it just doesn't say Nintendo GameCube there instead. You know? Yeah, but I do have to say, um, alongside this article, uh, that new hotness that is the Switch Pro controller. Yeah, that's looking looking pretty good. That red Mm -hmm. one with the Mario is so nice yeah you're all about that huh i am because think of what we're getting for our smash pro joy cons <laughs> just cross <laughs> across and on one of them it's literally just like a line in the bottom and then you get this which is a great silhouette and you got the m like coming out everything looks great about it and <laughs> the weird thing about it is that the other two controllers the black and white one have the same weird tiny switch logo that's red yeah yeah it's definitely an eyesore uh, but the mario one looks brilliant i want one yeah i think it's just the biggest takeaway is that it is officially licensed uh so that means you probably won't have to worry about the usual third-party nonsense that generally goes into most of these controllers so this is random but those like wired uh pro controllers like are those officially licensed i see those all the time the off brands with like the nintendo logos on them and stuff I'm not sure. I think it depends on the brand. I've never um, like fucked with them. I was always wondering how they looked because they look really cool, but I don't know if they like work the same. I think they are in fact officially licensed, and the only reason that they're cheaper is because they are wired. Um, right. I don't know too much about them. They could very much be cheaper because they're lacking a lot of the Joy-Con functionality that you would get with the regular wireless controller. Right. Because you can still like. With the regular controller, you can still like throw Cappy straight up if you just. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't know if you can do that with the wired ones because they don't want you flipping your wire around. So. <laughs> true, true. So yeah, uh, thanks again for the tip there, Shawzilla. It's good to see this come full circle, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of wrap that one up in a little bit of a bow. Also, a cool name, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to the news story that if we. <laughs> <laughs> we would not be a Nintendo podcast worth our salt if we did not talk about Bowsette. Yeah. Uh, of course, this came from the origin comic from Haniwa at AYYK92 on Twitter. He's saying, the Super Crown's some spicy new Mario lore. Wedding Mario and Bowser 
uh, consoling each other after wedding Peach and Odyssey says no to both of them. But Bowser has the crown. And then <laughs> must, must have put it on and turned into some Peach with Bowser ears and some uh, some of the well, horns. Bowser doesn't have ears. I learned that this week. Oh, so, sure enough. Sure enough, you are right. Uh, got some of the the choker, the spiked bands, the bracelets, and the the black outfit. So, the internet went to call her Bowsette, though that doesn't make too much sense. Should be Peacher, Peacher, like Peachowser, Beach. I can tell <laughs> why you went with Bowsette though? Mm, after Toadette, of course. This came from the Nintendo Direct, where uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Yeah. I feel like the reason we have to talk about this is, in fact, the art book that dropped. Yeah. Oh, shit, and, yeah. And more specifically, the fact that Nintendo's stock jumped up higher with this meme than it did with the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, uh, this so is funny. a worldwide thing. Uh, definitely saw the the Predator, you know, muscly arms class from USA and Japan combined uh, for the power of Bowsette. Uh, but yes, as as Super referenced, the art of Super Mario Odyssey book came out a couple days ago, and uh, people are pointing out that there's there's concept art of if Bowser took over Peach with his own version of Cappy. So Nintendo has to be kicking themselves that they came <laughs> up with Bowser first before the original comic. They just didn't get it to store shelves in time, basically. Mm-hmm. And I love I love how it's uh, basically called the uh, Koopa Cappy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Does it have a K? Yeah, like it does. Oh, fuck yeah, better. <laughs> so, so did you? It's green I, too, I, like Luigi, but I mean, it's for Bowser. Right. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I thought that was Luigi's hat. It has a little horn <laughs> on it too. Yeah. I don't even know where to. This is crazy. <laughs> It does not have much to do with Super Smash Brothers at all, unless somehow, if it's like DLC skin, or if Sakurai is really paying attention. There's already a petition for her trophy to be in. (laughs) It's like, stop the presses. I know we're almost gold. We're not there yet, but we need to fit in one more skin on Peach. (laughs) Remember when Gimpy and me were talking about that fucking crown? And he's just like, and then they just moved on. Yeah, right. and this is this is why you should elaborate on shit like this because <laughs> shit like this happens. Yeah. Also, my favorite thing I saw was a uh, a picture of just Toadette about to get the crown power up, and it was just said uh, top ten pictures <laughs> taken moments before disaster. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of that this week. I thought it was gonna be like top ten anime betrayals or something like that. I fucking love that meme. I see that a lot with mm. wrestling, just because it's live action is really funny. <laughs> it's so good. I see a lot of anger about what color Bowsette's hair should be. <laughs> but, apparently, but apparently Nintendo's already ahead of us. It's red, everybody. It's red. <laughs> Scrap all that, that blonde original canon shit out of here. Throw it away. Throw it right in the internet garbage right now. Also, get Bowsette in the internet garbage. Oh, please. Sorry. Like, just saying. You're trying too hard. All these little spinoff things. Okay, not not a fan. I also must say, like, I have not delved that deep down the rabbit hole. It's a fucking oh, deep man. hole. Like, and I'm it, sure it, it is. It's been my job to go down the rabbit hole this week. It feels like because why I mean, so many of my Discord <laughs> channels have changed their icons. 
then you have my friends who you know have run this like little chat for michigan and that's become the bowsette appreciation month uh chat now many channels now have bowsette specific chats my favorite one is just bowsette and other crowns because that's pretty much the best way to put them all into one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we said uh we would not be a nintendo based podcast worth our salt if we did not mention uh, but yeah, not much to do with Super Smash Brothers. To talk more about things related to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, let's get to the segment Sakurai says. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to go home now. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Masahiro Sakurai, in all of his efforts to finish Super Smash Brothers Ultimate in time for going gold, in time for the December 7th release date. He sometimes says things, especially to Famitsu Magazine over in Japan. Uh, and he basically had uh, these these translated bits that uh, Source Gaming are usually on top of in their translations. So we're using their translations. Thank you much there at over at uh, sourcegaming.info. So three quotes of note. Uh, for this this Famitsu column. Let's start with the discussion of why Isabel is not an echo. Quote, Isabel is based off a of villager. She pockets items and rides on a balloon swing. However, she is not an echo fighter. This is because Isabel and villager have fundamentally different body types and personalities. So we couldn't have made her an echo. All of That's her animations, <laughs> all of her animations are different. Not a single one is the same. Yeah, uh, this is stupid. <laughs> These are all very stupid reasons. I cannot think of two people whose personalities are more different than, like, take it Martha or Lucina, or even like Samus or Dark Raven. Samus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dark Samus. I mean, seriously, they have different body types, and I think they have slightly different personalities. I mean, is that going to be the excuse if Shadow doesn't make launch roster? <laughs> like, oh, his, his personality is so different than Sonic's. What does this mean for the Vegeta Echo, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Look, I'm more than happy to say this is more bullshit than anything. She probably started as an Echo Fighter and they had just had more fun making kind of moves that they kind of wanted Villager to have. That's it. <laughs> and in which case, I mean, it doesn't hurt anybody. No, just, really, it doesn't. I mean, we said it once she was revealed. I mean, she is a melee clone, so to speak. I mean, she is a clone in the way it was designed during the melee days. So, I don't know. It's weird. He's just trying to make up an excuse. Yeah. It's probably what Super said. It probably started that way, and then they went the other way, and he just didn't know what to say. I think so, yeah. It doesn't matter. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah. The more newsworthy quote coming out from this, though, is, quote, uh, this is following after he, it was, it was cool to see Isabel revealed in this way, right? So follows up with, that said, if you were thinking that we'd just be dropping a bunch of newcomer trailers all the way up until release, you'd be sorely mistaken. We may have gone a little bit overboard up until now, up until mm. now, so we're going to slow our pace from here on out. Uh, again, I kind of feel like this is bullshit. Yeah, they did drop a bunch on the Smash Direct where they're just like, here's four. And then they dropped one. If they had dropped two, I'd get it. But honestly, I still expect to see one trailer 
every direct. So chances are, if you ask me, we're going to see the bigger Smash Direct, and then probably just a smaller direct somewhere that'll have another trailer about probably a DLC character. Mm-hmm. I think the DLC character, the more I think about it, will probably be like near launch, just like the other one. Yeah, well, I, I can see that. <laughs> no, maybe it's Gino. <laughs> maybe it's the Squareactor. No, I think <laughs> right, right. This uh, this all follows in line once again. We got to reference it. I mean, the box theory. If yep. Ken and Incineroar are the only ones left then this quote makes a lot of sense and kind of lines up. I just like that he's like, we may have went a little overboard. This is really really silly. Yeah, we kind of went a bit crazy there, especially when they're trying to avoid, you know, big leaks coming out. Uh, We could have done a rumor central this week and just run down every 4chan post because they went even more ridiculous and more nonsensical this week. Not worth it. None of them made any sense uh, worth discussing it's the same usual suspects of characters that seem possibly likely but uh let's let's start embracing the possibility that all right for launch it's only going to be ken and incineroar left and then it's what about dlc and i'm totally okay with that like the more i think about incineroar the more i like him as a character his look his abilities the fact that he's uh much more of a grappler wrestler type of uh fighter and he's probably going to be heavyweight and he's going to be fast but he's just going to have kind of lack range i think in a lot of his moves he should be really interesting to fight see play i would not be surprised to see both of them revealed in the same trailer one more cg trailer a really nice like that kind of simon quality cg trailer seeing incineroar versus ken would be the way to go about it with ken's you know signature fiery hadoukens or it's uh you know Ryu and you know facing off against uh, a rival. Oh, and it's Ken as the echo to kind of warm things up, and he's using fire attacks. But then comes in another fire attack. Is it a grappler like Zangief? No, it's Incineroar. I, you could totally see something like that happening. It's gonna be none of those things. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's gonna be Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the trailer will be something dumb we won't even think about. Yeah, uh, that would be very much like Sakurai. Well, one more quote here, uh, calling it essentially "Smash is chaos." Uh, I thought this was a particularly insightful quote. Wanted to include it. it. Says, "Quote: Smash is a thoroughly strange game. It's chaos. The things we look for in a character or stage change by the minute. Cool things must be cooler." Cute things must be cuter, but we have to get rid of the incongruous feeling of these two types of things coexisting. And really, that's what Smash Brothers is all about. That's a neat way to look at it. Yeah. Chaos from Sonic Adventure confirmed. Oh, man. (laughs) Maybe as a boss in the spirits mode. Ah! Yeah, because he's liquid, he fits between all the cracks of the box in the box theory. Ah, Yeah. (laughs) There you go. I do like... This quote, cool things must be cooler, cute things must be cuter. Just like everything has to be turned up because we definitely haven't seen things turned up in Smash since Melee because kind of Brawl made things a little bit more darker. Yeah, rounded around the edges a little bit. And Mario stopped smiling and like... Just the color tones too. And the color tone was what I was really going at. Like it was very desaturated and, you know, that got rid of the incongruous feeling, but it just made things less meh. Then Smash 4 came around, and I definitely felt incongruous with a lot of the characters. 
And it looks like they're tweaking these characters just so they look right next to each other in Ultimate, which is a very good thing. And a very hard thing to do, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I remember reading in uh, the Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney game. If you played any of the after the story missions, they all it's just all fourth wall breaking. But they talk about how they changed the characters so they would fit in each other's worlds. So, you know, Phoenix Wright would become shorter and Leighton Luke became much taller. So they would coexist without that incongruous feeling. And it worked. I saw pictures of Krillin, like, in various points in the manga, and it's really funny. <laughs> he's really fucking short in the Frieza saga, but he's, like, pretty tall in the, like, early <laughs> shit. It's really funny. And then there's Vegeta, who grew, like, a foot. I don't like super. that. So, some interesting quotes there from Sakurai, certainly. But let's get to the crux of the Smash Brothers news this week. It's the Smash Blog Updates. We start this week on Sunday, September 23rd with today's item, Moon Assist Trophy. From The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, this assist trophy will appear in the sky and slowly approach the center of the stage. When it hits, it deals a lot of damage to opponents nearby. I mean, or it's, you know, apocalyptic, but oh, okay. Yeah. I don't it's really see how you're supposed to dodge it. Yeah. Is it just like a hitbox at the center of the stage, or is it like... The entire stage, essentially. Wouldn't it Maybe. be funny if they did the whole game over cutscene? <laughs> You've met a terrible fate. <laughs> Young Link just gets blown away, even if he's not in the match. Yeah, Happy Mask Salesman down in the corner just pops his little head up. So we've got the Find Me stage right off the bat. Second image is, it took me a while to figure this one out, but it was the pottery that gave it away. It's the Omega form of pirate ship. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. You can tell by the water. All the water looks like yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I couldn't figure out what the water is. I'm just like, is that just an effect of the assist trophy? Is that supposed to be the apocalyptic ground exploding? Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure that one out. But then once I saw the pot, I'm like, oh, it's the water of the ocean. And it's clever mm -hmm. staging for Bridge of Elden on the last one with Ganondorf there. Yeah. That's really cool. That's a really cool shot. Yeah. I believe Ganondorf is doing his taunt where he crosses his arms. Yeah, or like the or the punch. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah the yeah. punch. It just looks like he's looking at it menacingly, like, good. <laughs> yes. So this is what the Skull Kid called. All right, I'm down. He's all right in my book. I love yeah. destroying <laughs> Ah, he missed the castle. <laughs> How do you miss the castle? With a moon. Why is it coming to me? <laughs> I'm ready to punch it. Zen Jester says in our Discord chat, uh, if he's crossing his arms, it's part of his idle animation. Also a possibility. Right. Yeah, can't tell really where his arms are. Crossing his arms is his idle animation, and punching his fists together is his taunt. So yeah. I'm willing oh. to believe that he's crossing his arms in his idle animation because I think if you taunt, he always turns towards the screen. You know what's funny in all these pictures and videos, and this goes as far back in like brawl updates and everything. They could just fucking manipulate the models any way they want. But they make they like use the gameplay to like do what they want. Yeah, and do cute things with it. Mm -hmm. That's really funny. I've never thought about that. It's just like the the golden sun thing with uh, setting those characters up against Rathalos, like a dragon enemy sort of thing. Yeah, so it's yeah, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, I'm a particular fan of the rocks in the third image because those are very obviously 2D sprites. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
they're just kind of floating there, and I'm just like, that's very Dragon Ball Z. Goku confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta always tie it back. I think I'm most interested to see what happens when Moon comes. Can it be dodged? Can you avoid it? Or is it just like, nope, taking down everyone with me? Yeah, unfortunately, with the angle uh, of the third image, we really can't tell if that would be like, if I'm on the edge of Bridge of Elden, am I going to still get hit? That would have been a great stage to see for sure with how wide it is, yeah. But with the angle they went with, there's no way to know because it says it slowly approaches the center of the stage and it hits opponents nearby. So I assume that if you were on the very edges, you're fine. Right. So uh, save your smash attacks so the moon will hit. Certainly. Well, uh, you know, moon can create certainly an apocalyptic future like the apocalyptic future that our next character comes from. Uh, September 24th, today's fighter, number 21, Echo Lucina. Lucina is Marth's Echo fighter, so she shares most of her standard and special attacks with Marth. However, while Marth's attacks are more powerful when made with the tip of his blade, Lucina's attacks are just as powerful whether you use the tip or the base of the sword. So, I didn't know that... It seems obvious now when you think about Krom, but like... I didn't realize that they were going to keep their small differences. Mm-hmm. But there was something very, very telling in her video. And that is like one of the very first things after her taunt where she puts on the mask and takes it off. That move she uses looks like the heavy dolphin slash from Marth and Lucina's custom moves. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a weird like flip. Yeah, she does not rise very high when she's flipping and Marth definitely goes in a different angle than he should uh, that we know uh, Dolphin Slash and Lucina sent at. So it's very strange to see that. Mm-hmm. I believe this could mean that either Lucina's upbeat has been changed or that that is in fact a custom move. I think they just pulled it from the special move, which is a cool concept, but I don't think, I don't think custom moves are coming back. No, gosh, no. I, I, I don't know anymore because that was definitely like that's not dolphin slash and it's not a copied move like crom's upbeat but from what i've been told about crom's upbeat it is different than ike's in a way so i'm not sure what that is i remember only reading it about crom so i just figured that was a really good thing to mention of course yeah and if you're having trouble visualizing it on audio and you don't have the video right by you uh, you know, imagine Marth's upbeat. You know that one well. It, it goes up quickly, and he goes straight oh. up and then kind of falls. Uh, for Lucina, it's almost like she's doing a big arching backflip with her, her rising. And it doesn't go as high as, as Super said. It doesn't go as high as Marth's upbeat, but it can create a, certainly an interesting attack there. I would guess that it's just been changed to that Uh you know, I can't say I've seen enough Lucina footage to see a, an up B that is similar to Marth's. Yeah. Um, but if I had to guess, you know, based on the way that, yeah, Krom can borrow Ike's similar up B, but maybe with some slight changes, I would imagine this is just what it's changed to to try to differentiate the character a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other interesting thing, semi interesting, is that while Ganondorf has super armor doing his warlock punch. Uh, Captain Falcon does not have any armor doing him. Correct. Can Ganondorf still do the turnaround thing? Oh, I think I so. so. Yeah. That'd be, an, that'd be an interesting like trade, like a compromise with that. If you couldn't do that or something. Mm. 
I also love that the mask is a taunt for Lucina. That's so, so good. That's neat. I wish if she got attacked while putting it on, it stays on. Yeah. I don't know what that is, so I just think she's a phantom thief. <laughs> that's, that's a good way of thinking about it. Uh, otherwise, some pretty standard screenshots. Uh, you know, one second to last one during her final smash. It depends. It's hard to tell with if it's the lighting. Maybe it's like one of her, like a darker colored alternate. Because that was one of the best things about her and Wii U is that so many of her alternates referenced other Fire Emblem characters. Like the the black one is clearly Tharja, Tharja, however you want to pronounce that character in Awakening. Tiki was another one. Uh, so mm-hmm. a lot of great ones there. But I mean, posing with Charizard, a, one type of dragon. That's that's a great, it's a great little pose there. On it's better than when uh, uh, Charizard got to pose with Ike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there are there are no alternate colors for Lucina, which is weird. Especially when we're coming off of uh, Isabel and her multiple yeah. ones. Yeah, Isabel. Isabel. <laughs> By the way, I looked up that D- Daisy Ridley thing on Wikipedia. That that's there. So wasn't just mean bullshit. So yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it is nice that the fact that they don't manipulate the photos. But I'm just looking at Charizard Snout and his weird pixel shading on his nose. <laughs> Yeah, that's and the little bit at the end, like the end of his lip and like the jaw area, uh, kind of looks a little strange as well. I don't know. It is. It is what it is. Uh, let's get to the music update this week, September twenty fifth. Today's music, ding ding ding. I was right. It's a Pokemon song. It's a Pokemon. You can now check out Battle Steven. Whether or not you struggled with Steven Steel type Pokemon. You're sure to enjoy Soshi Abe's arrangement. Let's check out that excerpt. So for those that do not know Pokemon lore, Steven is the champion in the Generation 3 games. So that would be Ruby, Sapphire, uh, Emerald. No, it's a, it's a different champion there. But uh, Ruby and Sapphire, Steven Stone. Uh, this is a, a classic champion battle theme. Uh, it's kind of one of the better ones. You could put Cynthia's up there. Uh, some people like Diantha's, I guess, but... I like Cynthia's, but I like her pre-battle music more. Oh, it's so much better. It is so much better. The piano. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, this is up there with like a classic remix song. I'm really happy to see this in the game for sure. Uh, In a way, I'm kind of surprised that it has not been before. Uh, Some words on Soshi Abe, though. Dude's young. Like, guy just graduated Tokyo University of the Arts. His first work with Nintendo because uh, he's I guess oh. he's a composer at Nintendo but his first work with Nintendo was on the Breath of the Wild expansion pass Ooh. so like he's hitting the ground running and now he has this uh, so he's got a good sense for the instrumentation I've heard better remixes of Steven's champion theme but like for Smash this one's pretty darn good I think this is pretty up there as far as like the music updates we've gotten to. Oh, really sure, like yeah, yeah. The intro, 
is so good and it gets you right into the feeling mm. and i have not heard a remix that actually gets that right i don't particularly like his over reliance on the electric guitar true but the intro is amazing i i just have to say it's great yeah you can totally imagine just the three two one like playing mm-hmm. went during that like oh that's 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 hype for sure uh matzo wolf in our discord chat says my favorite champions theme is lance though i am biased lol uh, lance is another great one that's another classic yeah. uh i mean it is the classic that hasn't been in smash either has it i do not believe so oh sakurai you, you gotta change that there's a, re- a lot of really good pokemon music that should be i really like i, I do people Proper like time. the like gary like fucking fight music in the original red and blue because i really like that tune yeah no that's that's a solid one. Oh, the, the gary one is the last one isn't it uh no it's no. uh it's it's different that and the mewtwo fight and pokemon stadium is like fucking awesome like i love that song mm-hmm. yeah i think of lance and red lance and red are the same in yeah. gold and silver the do 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 yes do 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 uh yeah but the champion the blue one is yeah here yoko just sings and and makes you know things try to be creating without any uh without any tracks i mean you've done that before so that's fine it is what i do stumbling upon steven in emerald like he's just sort of in a cave mm-hmm. i was like oh who's this guy and i'm like oh i remember you for when i played Ru- oh what are we fighting yeah <laughs> But it's again, it's it's really good to see this in Smash. Uh, I'm I'm and I'm glad we finally see a Pokemon song, and it's it's a good one to include. But yeah, there are certainly other ones. I'm in fact I'm I'm pleasantly surprised they didn't go with just something from Sun and Moon. It would have been the easy thing to do. Let's just pick the new game, etc. So so what's next then? What what franchise are we getting next? I'm keeping. I'm gonna keep saying Sonic until it happens. And yeah. you know where I'm going. Yeah, it could be Star Fox. I'm gonna go Sonic though as well. I think we gotta Oof. we gotta see something from there. And yeah, I, I, the big question is, who do they pick for the composer? You can't do just Sonic and June Sonoe. Like that's you gotta gotta, gotta blend it up. Koji Kondo, man, that would be amazing. Let's get to our next update though. Also on September 25th, though it didn't hit the site until like. 12 hours later, it was unusually delayed. Now, it's today's stage, Brinstar. This stage is an underground cavern on planet Zebus, where the Metroid series takes place. Although the rising and falling acid at the bottom of the stage can deal severe damage, touching it when you're falling off the stage can actually help you recover. The stage um, is gross. <laughs> it's gross. It, as far as stages that glow up i believe is the proper term yes this is a failure oh really <laughs> this one is not a glow up at all i mean i think it definitely looks better than how it did in melee i yeah. mean that is true but it just i think you could have gone different directions than the way you did what's that gross thing in the background that's always fucking bothered me it's a brain is it yeah it's, it's like brain. part of now. mother brain i don't know no it's not yeah. it's not the big in case thing this I is a weird believe they called it mother brain in melee in trophy, so but I, I don't know I, I just kind of assumed it was always mother brain this is like a weird instance of i played melee before i played any metroid and mm-hmm. then i played all the metroids and then i look at the stage again i'm like what the fuck is any of this <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it doesn't really like that. That's the thing is that I was really hoping they were gonna do is kind of like try and connect it with the actual Grinstar. This doesn't make me feel like that. I mean, it was an NES game though. I mean, Zero Mission wasn't out by then or anything, so I guess they were just kind of like, hmm. But oh, yeah, that's why I was like, I wanted the glow up for it to actually start moving towards that, but. It's a thing. Yeah, especially when they had to supposedly reconstruct every stage from scratch. It looks like it should have yeah. gotten some attention, right? Yeah, especially since the uh, the little platforms on the destructible part of the stage doesn't look right. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the top platform doesn't look right. <laughs> no, it uh, doesn't. De- definitely going to stay banned. But then we got Omega and Battlefield, and that's pretty sweet. I- I'm I- interested I- to see I- those for sure. These stages don't have uh, Omega and Battlefield pictures when yeah, they're updated. Isn't that disappointing? Yeah, I guess why we haven't we pointed that out yet? But that's that should be included. You think it would? Damn, what's the what's the Metroid level of crate in the background? What's that one called? Star Depths. Depths. Dude, that's gonna be fucking cool. Is this crazy gonna be just dancing around back there in Omega? Yeah, yeah. it was definitely one of the nicer surprises during that last direct for sure just couldn't believe it there. i'm yeah. like oh my god hd crane it looks good and not just like dark mcdarkerson the stage <laughs> i didn't think they would fuck with that one i was like sure of it mm. he did moving on though next update september 26th today's item death's scythe you can ko highly damaged opponents with a well-placed smash attack from this scythe a black aura will surround your opponent right before you attack Signaling an instant KO! Double exclamation mark! Sonic is coming for you. <laughs> I'm the Grim Reaper! <laughs> There's something really imposing about his, just his simple smile while he's holding that giant realistic <laughs> sight. Just a little smirk there, yeah. <laughs> like, you kind of get it from, like, Ness's soulless eyes. Yeah. But, like, Sonic's just like, I'm here to kill you, bitch. I'm glad Ness is there because I think he originally showcased that item because yeah. I remember a lot of cool fan art. He is the proper Grim Reaper. So it just like glows sometimes and you get an instant KO. I'm not really sure how it works. I have to say that Yoshi's Island Melee is looking so good. Isn't it though? Oh man. Yeah, it's fucking cool. That is such, just everything is good. The trees like actually look like yarn and just like cloth. and like It's just such a good sta- looking stage. The ground. Interesting that they went with the Omega. Yeah, it's really taken that inspiration almost like from the paper craft of Crafted World in a way. You yeah. guys seen the picture where it's like, I hope Smash has cloud saving. It was just like cloud the character on Randall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it already does. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to say about this item. I think it is one of the cooler items that they revealed in the direct, but it also relies on playing with items. Yeah, y'all no fun. Hey, I you know it'll I'll throw back with the uh, some some casual stuff every now and then, but maybe the like pokeballs clock only. Clock I don't know. Clocks. Yeah, clocks I mean, and pokeballs. I mean, fucking, I'll play competitive all day, but get some beers and play yeah. with items all day. The it's more, the shit. The, the more the more drunk you get, the better it is because you, like, yeah. you connect with your childhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a weird. <laughs> I don't associate alcohol with my childhood. But whatever. <laughs> we live different lives, Tony. That's fine. <laughs> we'll wrap up with the final update of the week on Thursday, September 27th, with today's fighter number 41, Lucario. Lucario is the only fighter whose attack power increases as it takes damage. A fighter that truly shines when in a pinch, choose Lucario for a thrilling battle. 
Well, that's a terrible description for Lucario. I have to say, he also has a horrifyingly terrible video, too. It, it is pretty rough. You know, I'm going to give a shout out to the Facebook post for Lucario. It's at least a better description. So it says, the fighting and steel type Pokemon Lucario brings its unique comeback factor to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The more damage Lucario takes, the more powerful its strikes are. If you're the type of clutch player who thrives under pressure, Lucario might be a good choice. You know, that's a better description of what this yeah. is. Uh, but Lucario, I guess I never really thought about this before. But, you know, if they're talking about bringing the comeback factor, the unique comeback factor, that's not a thing in the Pokemon games or the Pokemon movie. That's not what Aura is in the Pokemon movie. Aura is a weird character. I feel, yeah. I've never felt like he was very great. Hmm. Is that a weird thing to say? I don't play competitively. Is that, a, is that uh, off base? I don't think he's very great either. He's never made a great stand on my teams. That's pretty much all I can really say about him. And it's like none of his moves hit that hard, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they don't start hitting hard for sure. But like, I've, I've never liked playing him in general. No. Like when I said this video kind of sucks, I mean, it really kind of sucks because there's nothing really to say. There are two things to say and they happen in the same second. Number one, when our Lucario's uh, finishes charging aura, he can act immediately. And spot dodges last a long time in this game. Like he should have definitely gotten hit by that blade beam. <laughs> Do you think that's a that's gonna be like the roll dodge though, or if you spam it like it gets worse? Oh, oh yes, definitely sure. that's going to be a thing. Okay, yeah. uh, that spot dodge is definitely a little longer than it has been in previous titles. I mean, I can't say with certainty it's not unlike Smash 4. But that is definitely much longer than I'm used to in both Melee and Brawl. Why is Lucario still tight? Real talk. He's got a spike in the middle of his chest. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, it's, You're it's, dumb. It's, it's pretty weird. <laughs> um, no final smash shown in the video. I would expect it to be Mega Lucario, but you know, that'd be you know, it had to be a quick cinematic, and I'm surprised they haven't shown that yet. Yeah. The best thing about the video is watching Bowser Jr. get hit around and seeing the clown car have all the different expressions for getting eaten. Uh, <laughs> yes. God bless that clown car. Yeah. Unfortunately, weird glitch happens uh, in the video. If you watch when he gets hit, uh, the clown car actually has two mouths. It's about at the 13 point when he throws the clown car. You can easily see two mouths. Oh. Um. Yeah. It's very easy to see. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You... Okay. Like big lips, almost in a way. <laughs> yeah, you got really big lips, but then it, give, it reverts back to single lips after he starts getting hit in the air. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that'll be. And but it does return for a second when he's getting hit by the force smash. I don't know if it's a glitch or just like an artifact, just to show the the dramatic nature of him being knocked it's, away. I don't think it is because it looks really wrong. <laughs> huh. Go figure. Uh, Lucario's screenshots his. Alternate costume shows the purple with the red chest fur. The purple kind of looks out of place there, not going to lie. Yeah, that's it's just another costume, and it's better than anything Sonic has. <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, otherwise, nothing too great, honestly. Uh, Lucario made me the most boring character update we have. We went from Pikachu last week, who was just... Fascinating with all the screenshots and a, a good video uh, to this. I, man, woof. Oh, God. They really made sure that his spikes out of his hands and chest are metal this time. Mm. They're very shiny. 
especially in the render. My goodness. Mm-hmm. And that fur texture. Uh, you know, it was interesting that both characters this week as well, uh, you know, Lucina and Lucario. It's it's the Luke week. We should have had Cyberlink 420 back on the show. God damn it. We failed. <laughs> Sorry. That's that's our bad. Yeah. I mean, I've always called Lucario Lucy. And ever since <laughs> I put Lucina in, I now I can't. Nope. Can't do that. Oh, that's too so, bad. Honestly, this, this, this update is just a failure all around. Yeah, but we knew it was coming because we had to get a second character update this week. After all, with the uh, the blog theory that's also trying to make its ways around that suggests, oh, maybe we have seven to eight fighters remaining. You know, it's like, well, we get the average of 2.9 character updates a week and we were sitting <laughs> on one with one to go. So it's like, hmm, I wonder if we're going to get a character update. Oh, yep, Lucario. Okay, there it is. Man, they get a lot of update days. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, yeah. a lot of characters this time around. No kidding. Well, let's get to the mail time segment. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Two questions this week. You can ask mail time questions over on our Discord channel at showmeyournews.com slash Discord. Or you can tweet us at Show Me Your News over on that Discord channel. There's a section just for mail time questions where we had Nereverine76 ask us a question uh, and said, if you could totally redesign a character's moveset, who would it be and what major changes would you make? Uh, shout out to this guy. Uh, this is Brandon Wright, who uh, I referenced last week on the show. Uh, he and his brother Andrew started their gaming blog superbambros.wordpress.com uh, and because the way WordPress works our website's on WordPress so when they linked back to our show when they were doing their own Smash Brothers draft originally starting with a uh, Smash 64 there got a little notification so recognized them uh, so they said they're fans of the podcast wanted to write in so thank you guys uh, for joining our discord writing in the question that's really appreciated and uh Thanks again for recognizing the show. That's that's really, really cool to see. So yeah, if you could redesign a character's moveset, who would it be and what major changes would you make? Uh, I'll start and say Toon Link. I think what they did with Toon Link and carrying over Link's moveset and making aesthetic changes was a travesty. Uh, I think I've said for a while that up B as grappling hook... Uh, side B as Deku Leaf, either recovery in the air or a gust on the ground. Down B as Skull Hammer. You really could take a lot of inspiration from High Warriors. They really could. Uh, just you know, with all those those different moves. I mean, that's how Toon Link should have been imagined, using more of Wind Waker as a reference. I could also get, uh, as whether it was Brandon or his brother uh, in our Discord, they recommended, you know, Young Link with more reference to Majora's Mask. I mean, do the uh, the mask changes like that would make uh, more sense? I mean, that's been a, a great idea for a while ever since Pokemon Trainer was a thing. Yeah, do uh, you know Deku Link? Do Goron Link and Zora Link? That would that'd be awesome. I mean, that'd be crazy. But sure. <laughs> It'd be great though. Honestly, I was thinking it over, and I think I'm pretty sure I know Tony's. Tony's was yours. Uh, were we gonna guess Sonic or? Yeah, I was gonna guess Sonic. Uh, I, I only really dislike his one special. But I don't know. You could make it similar to like Sonic Battle or something. The GBA yeah. fighting game, not Adventure 2. I don't even know if people know about that fucking game anymore these days. I That's do. 
but maybe it's just because we're old. Yeah, I we were just talking about Lucario though. I might want to you might want to redo him. <laughs> maybe. I don't, feel yeah. like, no, I, feel, I don't feel like any of his moves do good. I hate his upbeat too. It doesn't anything. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't really retool Lucario. I would just retool how his moves hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe with more impact and not like a kind of hit to him. You know. Yeah. Maybe Wario. I think now that they've got the shoulder bash in there, it's better. Oh, is that there? Yeah, that's all I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Don't do anything. <laughs> they did that band game. <laughs> do an alt uh, side B where it's the Wario land four car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking that I was going to go with the Robin because I didn't really like the way Robin worked. And then I just realized that I just hated Robin's like land speed. Mm. Because like the one that really really jumps out to me as someone who needs to be retooled is actually Mario. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like Mario has so many games to draw inspiration from and his moveset draws nearly nothing from any of it. An actual Cappy move would have been amazing. A Cappy move using like they brought the glide mechanics into Brawl. I cannot believe they got rid of it for Smash 4. Like he uses his side B Grounded, make it reflect. Aerial, make him go into a dive bomb. That'd be so cool with like a shockwave. And like he should use his uh, Luma spin for his neutral air or whatever. Mm, Yeah, yeah. And like fix up his fireballs so they're useful. And just a little bit more like the actual game. Like Mario is just a character that is like brimming with potential. And they're like, well, we got to make him all around average. He just fights with his fists and stuff. And I'm like, where's his hammer? (laughs) I want Mario's hammer. I think that's kind of just a matter of it's how it always was. We have to pay homage and respect to the past. Okay, Uh, that's fine. Put all that stuff on Dr. Mario. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. It's the same thing with Luigi. Like Luigi needs Poltergust representation and not just like in a maybe a final smash or something like that. I mean. Let's let's come up with a new moveset for Luigi, too. I would like to see just more representation of the character in the character. 30 years of gaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's a really good point. Though. I would have never thought of Mario, for sure. That's a really cool question, though. I, I definitely have thought of Toon Link a whole lot, though, so I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned that one, though. Uh, last question here from the Dobaga. Smash has now had five completely unique main themes. Forgetting about the games themselves, which main theme is the best one? Which one gets you the most hyped? I read this and I'm like, this is a really good question, but I'd much rather rank them. Yeah, sure. I was going to go like number five, number four. Then I'm like, you know what? Everyone knows, should know what my number one is, and that is Melee. Melee just has the best unique main theme. I'm talking, you know, just the... I'm talking the intro, the whole cutscene, the whole... fucking amazing. Yeah, that entire thing, the sound, like, you can't really separate the two anymore. Like, it will play in your head if you're just listening to the music, and that's just how good it is. You know, it's very... It's sweeping, and it touches on a lot of different games. It's just really kind of the best one there is. So I guess this throws into question, then, what is... Doba considering to be Melee's main theme then. Uh, Because that one you're talking about, yeah, it's it's the title theme, but it's also, you know, Menu 2 
But a lot of people think of do 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 as the menu one. In which one. case, I still I still would like almost say that because that theme is like really fucking hype too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very iconic theme. I don't particularly like the mix for Battlefield that they use, but you know, just the menu one theme is good on its own. But uh, I had a hard time figuring out my number two because it was dipping between the two. I actually had to kind of give the edge out to um, Smash 64. Really? I do. Which I one, just, what would we consider that one? I'm really just going for their themes as you boot up the game. Mm-hmm. So the one where, you know, it's flashing all the characters and bop, they're bop, just bop, little cutscenes. Yeah. I didn't know whether or not to give this one to Brawl or not. But I, I overall, Brawl. I, yeah, I, overall, I do like Brawl, but for getting me hyped... I don't get hyped with Brawl. I get nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a great theme, but it doesn't get me hyped, which is why I was put into number three. Um, Number four is Ultimate. I might change this list once we get the full Ultimate, you know, because we only have the 2018 E3 demo version. Uh, You hear little bits and pieces in directs and all that. Or uh, what was the one? I think the best version we've heard so far is actually when the... Smash Brothers dock for the uh, the ultimate mm. bundle, the the Switch bundle. Uh, in that Nintendo Direct, when they reveal the dock, I think that's the best version of the main theme we've heard so far. I don't recall that one so well. So you know, if I hear that version again, I might throw that one up there because, like, it's a really close race between these three. I just don't have any like super connection to ultimates. So, and then the one I hate, Smash Four. Really. It doesn't. It doesn't hit me at all. I like it. I think it's good. I don't think it's bad. I think it has a good build to it. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's good, but it's not bad. It's not something I want to hear from a Smash game. Mm. No, well, I mean it's just not my favorite comparatively. Mm. I like the I like the version when you're doing the the fucking weird trophy game. <laughs> yeah, little, little happy fun version. It's a good time. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna go into that, I mean wi-fi waiting room number one uh, yeah i'm saying that's why i rank uh, brawl so like high is like i think all those remixes and there's a lot are fucking like great oh yeah i'd yeah. go brawl number two for that reason i mean for remixability sure brawl i mean brawl remixes its own theme uh, at least 10 times it's in its own game it's pretty sweet yeah i think i usually think of like main themes i guess i i generally don't think of like the title theme so if i'm to rank the menu themes uh i'd put 64s last because i mean yeah because it's not much yeah it's it's not much of a theme there and then i guess if you wanted if you wanted to keep the you know make the character select like part of that main theme like it's it's still good but uh i think the other ones have been better smash ultimate after that though i i get chills when i listen to you know the uh the character like the everybody is here trailer I get chills yeah. when it hits like the Bowser uh, Jr. section, like, and the chorus comes in. I, I I get chills at that moment, man. Like, it's it's really really good. I've teared up watching that trailer, dude. Oh, I know, I know. It's it's so good. Uh, I'd put Smash Four after that, uh, then Brawl, and then Melee. I think Melee Brawl, Ultimate Smash Four, and then sixty four for me. Mm-hmm. So overall, I think. Melee's theme is the best one, but I could see Ultimate, depending on its remixes, like being a sneaky one that gets me hyped the most. Especially if the intro is something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know we're just talking just plain music, but I mean, 
like I said, you really can't disconnect Melee's theme with the intro cinematic. So if Ultimate has a really good intro cinematic that isn't just rehashing, like, Wii U... No, no cinematics come close to Melee. It's fucking crazy. And I, I don't even know if it can, too, because, like, a lot of the, like, moments in that Melee stuff is, like... I mean, the fucking Ridley thing comes to mind with him and Samus. Like, yeah. a lot of that shit was, like, our first time seeing a lot of the 2D characters in, like, high quality. Like, I don't think you can recreate a feeling like that. Well, I think you also yeah. have to realize that it was also CG. And for the last couple of games, it's been just reusing clips in game. Yep. Uh, and it hasn't been that creative since then. So, yeah. My list also is for opening cinematics, too, I guess. Oh, I, I suppose so. Yes. <laughs> well, good questions this week, guys. I think that'll do it for this episode of Show Me Your News Ultimate. Uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of an, it was an okay week. You know, some, some interesting little things to talk about at the beginning of the show. The blog updates were, they just were, uh, but good mail time questions. I, I liked these ones for sure. Anything going on in your guys' lives? What are you playing? He's playing Hyrule Warriors still probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played a little bit yesterday. Other than that, I played a little bit more Hollow Knight, but I haven't touched any other games between those two. I started Life is Strange 2 for like oh, a minute, and I really, I really liked the like opening, and then it like got into like moving around, and there was too much, and I'm like, I can't do this right now. But I plan to sit down. Oh, and uh, Walking Dead episode two was. I'm getting really to that today. Good. I'm getting to that today, and I'm gonna be so depressed. Like there was, we were supposed to have a Telltale update at the end of this week. What happened? Did you mismanage that too, Telltale? God damn it. I mean, probably. I, I, I have hope that something will come through. And I really, really, really enjoyed this episode. I think good, that's, really that's really good to hear. I mean, yeah. someone, hopefully you'll pick it up, but you know, give all the revenue to the employees because that's just such a shame uh, what happened there. No kidding. I want it as bad as everyone else does. But yeah, those employees got fucked and it's mm, bullshit. It really yeah. is. So I'm looking forward to playing that. I'm probably going to do that like after this episode, to be honest. I'm I'm on the fence about Life is Strange too. I'm a little bummed actually that it's not like the, in a way, like the high school girl dynamic. I know that's weird to say, but like that's so underdone and Life is Strange did it so well that I'm not sure the same sort of magic of storytelling there can translate to two brothers, if that makes Dude, sense at all. The like opening like 10 minutes, I was in. So just give it a shot. Okay. And what's good about the things like this is you can just pay $8 for the first episode. Ah, and if you don't like true. it, then you can just bail out. That's a good point. I might do that. Yeah, man, give it a shot. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll text you up if I like it. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, uh, my next game I'm going to buy is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm, I'm really hyped for that one. I really enjoyed Origins. And for da, this to da, only... Da, 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 <laughs> da. <laughs> so come on, jump, Greeks in the air. <laughs> Uh, and then I beat Detective Pikachu. Got it as a rental. Yay. It's yeah. it's baby's first mystery game uh, with the point and click and all that. So it's pretty disappointing if you're playing it as an adult. Uh, a lot of Pokemon included. So it's like, oh, okay, this, this Pokemon's here. So it's almost neat in that sense. But it's so easy, the writing and the plot and the twists and, and the humor. So much of it is very juvenile slanted. So I, I kind of hope for the upcoming movie with Ryan Reynolds to appeal more to a mainstream audience, but the game is very babby tier uh, in a way. Uh, but it's fine. Like, it's a fine game, but, like, it's just very easy. Anyway, that's a lot of good stuff there. Looking forward to more Smash Ultimate news. I don't know if anything big is coming down the pike. 
We don't have any, you know, direct announcements or anything like that coming up, but maybe something will break. Hey, if they do it two months after the August 8th, you know, as an October 8th direct, color me surprised. But we'll have to wait and see on that. They were happy about the because <laughs> then they got to, it was two months after. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Fucking leak bullshit ass. Before we go, Tony the Hedgehog Comics returns Monday and Fridays starting this week and super help me write it. Go to mgcomics.com and click that little yellow Tony the Hedgehog button if you want to read bad Sprite comic fan fiction. Super help me write it. I had a lot of fun. I'm excited. Very good point. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. That's certainly worth it. Uh, you can find Super on Twitter at Sol Haraf. Tony's on Twitter at Tony TH underscore GHH. You can find me on Twitter at Pete Speakeasy. For everyone, with that, I'm Yoko. We're out. We'll see you next time. Show me your news.